0: another big week in cricket so much so that we have england players such as Stuart broad telling me about the spirit of cricket you know as an aussie that's always made me laugh um nash welcome to another week of the quick podcast and of course welcome to our viewers listeners and viewers um have you been well I hope you've yeah. been well. well we'll we'll chat through about that that man cad um that that big issue because that was a, a big topic of conversation between us last week on our show we were we'll, we'll discussing we're we'll discussing the new rules um and then and then we'll talk through some of the other cricket as well um including question of the week should cameron green be in australia's world cup squad and then also our takes at the end where this week uh, we'll look at a non-Asia 11 that can win an India series, uh, so, sorry, a, a test series in India, uh, and, and we'll have players since 2000 in that. Um, yeah, Nash, how you been? And, um, you know, what did you make of the whole incident? I know your, your view, but, um, I'm sure you'd like to reiterate it.
1: Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been well, um, you know, both Indian women's and men's team, uh, teams have been winning cricket. Uh, so yeah. I've been, I've been happy, um, and yeah, as we spoke yes last week actually about the whole, um, I don't, I've I've stopped calling it mankered now. I'm just calling it run out, non strikers. Then um,
0: was it Jimmy Anderson who said, um, it'd be, "Look, how many more wickets I'd yeah, have if was, I did that"? That? Was,
1: that was Sam Billings telling Jimmy Anderson. Which ah, was- yes, that's right. We Which is interesting it, because I didn't know runouts. It's, it's it's stupid. It's not. It's not. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Runouts go to the bowler. Exactly. Um,
1: Let's not sugarcoat it.
0: But just um, just for for anyone who's been sort of living under a rock or hasn't been on the socials or didn't see it, um, what happened in that third ODI um, and how did it end?
1: Yep. So um, Charlie Dean, <laughs> um, England batter, um, was as as i saw it was continuously s- sort of trying to take advantage of um leaving the ground early at the north strikers yep. end um and india india were bowling and were, were trying to defend a low low target yeah and england needed i think 17 of 30 balls or something which yep. uh, one wicket in hand um and they to be honest, she did not need to take that uh, try to take that advantage um but dipti Sharma um you know after having after having the, there's a few photos of her you know from from cover position you know looking at the baller and the non striker's end where she's clearly watching the non striker yep saw that round early yeah. and she's she had enough of it, and then basically attempted the run out at the non-striker's end and, and what india won the series and you know won the match and won the series and mm, mm. everyone after that as it happens always after there's a run out at the non-striker's and by the bowler um you know starts bringing up spirit of yes, cricket yes
0: spirit of cricket um and and it's always, interesting, it's, isn't always
1: it? it's always it's always one thing I, i've noted it's always english people that do this the people who invented the game wrote the rules <laughs> and, and are now preaching about the spirit of the game to the mm. entire world which i think is bizarre and they should as i as i tweeted the other day they should just stop taking try and take the moral high ground they should just stop that it's not helping mm. anyone um this mm. whole argument of from their their side is based off what their coach once told them when they were a kid, mm. um, and it's it's always been in the rules. Um, sorry, in the laws yeah. of the game, it's always been there. couple Dave mm. have has done it as well, um, and you know I, I don't truly I don't understand people who say that it should not be in the rules because w- what's stopping the non-striker just you know just running before the mm. ball is even bowled what oh, is no. what is stopping the non-striker from doing that and I, I don't understand that i'm a baller i would hate to see that if mm. i'm pouring in all my heart and efforts into bowling proper six balls and trying to defend i would hate the last ball of the match or one run when it's you know comes down comes down to the last ball and one run is needed i would hate for that to happen yeah um that's where my that's where my argument is not it's not even an argument. it's just you know uh stating the facts, yeah based on the laws
0: i i I question say, you know what's the difference between edging a ball through to keeper or in the, in slip to slip in case of one of the loudest uh, England players uh, about this issue? Ie Stewart Board. So I look at, you know, what's, what's the difference between edging a ball to slip and not walking? Is that in the spirit of the game?
1: Clearly edging. It's not like everyone knows. Yeah, that. I'm just Everybody saying
0: like if, if you if you nick the ball, you've talked about spirit of cricket and honesty and integrity and you've nicked the ball and you haven't walked. You're well within your right to do it. The rules does not tell you you have to walk. So you're well within your right. The same thing with this one. It's in the rules. Um... I said last week in, in, in a sense that I remember saying that if it were me, I wouldn't stop in my delivery stride and wait for the non-striker to creep out and then run him out. If he's walking out and doing it deliberately, I'd go for it. But that doesn't apply for everybody. And if, yeah. and, and if you want to run the non-striker out, go for it. I'm not okay. going to hate on anyone for doing it. But it's in rules, and I think now the non-striker they made it clear you got to stay in your crease. That's exactly. the key.
1: And and that's that's the thing. It's I'm like, if you don't think it's fair, that's your opinion. But yeah, but it's in the laws. Don't go on preaching all the other people of course who will do it. Don't say that. Oh, it's not. It's wrong. It's not wrong. It's in the rules. It's it's not it's wrong. In the rules. And he, even if it, yeah. it wasn't in the rules, it would not have been wrong because. That that is one area of cricket where you can literally, if it's not in the rules, you, it can basically make or break a game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because as I see, as you said before, you were spot on. Like the non-striker can just wander out and
1: yeah, absolutely. be halfway down the wicket. Absolutely. And <laughs> yeah. So. To, to to the to the people who preach spirit of cricket, it, it spirit of cricket is nothing but a statement or few statements. Just to uphold the entire basis on what on which cricket is played, it's it mm. it doesn't say anything about the laws or you know it doesn't say anything about. Um, it's it's a perception, consist. isn't it's just, it? It's a perception. It, well, it is a perception, but it is also a, a, a written statement where it just preaches respect. You you show respect. I have it in front of me at the moment. It, respect is central to the spirit of cricket, which I agree um respect yeah, that's fine yeah and, you know respect the umpires respect the game itself and this is nothing to do with spirit of cricket this is a law which you keep on harping about this is for in- all the english people I- i've i've had enough of of these arguments on, on twitter and on-, on social i know you have and and it's just it just you were fired up you exactly. were fired up even last week <laughs> exactly and, and to, to be fair you know yeah. I, I, I even saw an argument today is how you know if you remember correctly trevor chapel who bowled the underarm yeah um against i think it was against new zealand it
0: uh, was of course how's, yeah. how's
1: that how's that fair i mean it's not fair it wasn't fair but it wasn't that, fair but it was in the
0: rules exactly
1: mm. at that time it was in the laws of the game so the, the governing body saw that it wasn't fair and changed the rule but this this is fair and and everyone if i'll do it I, i'll i end the, end my argument i'll end my ramble um here with saying i'll do it and if it's in the laws it goes
0: just yeah for the non-striker now it's really clear that um, for me, I, I I don't believe that uh, everyone does it deliberately. I think we've been taught at a younger age that you need to back up, try back up and try, you know, because you want to be ready for the run. So, yeah. but um, maybe you start backing up a little bit further back. So when the bowler's delivering, Absolutely. you're still in your crease at the time or just, yeah, just be really careful now and really... Um, <clears throat> And yeah, think about it as a non-striker, say you yeah, should stay in the crease the, or keep an is, eye on the bowler, see when they've released and, the ball.
1: Exactly. That, that is one of the basics that I was taught when I was growing up is you always, hmm. always look at the bowler's hand when you're standing yep. at non-striker. As soon as the ball actually leaves the hand, only then you take the step forward. And it's yep. an easy thing to do, isn't it? It's a it's a very easy. Just
0: thing just do. get into the habit of uh, yeah, 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 looking at the bowler, and also you know what strategically as well, that's a good move. You can see what the bowler is doing. Yeah.
1: So absolutely. you can have a
0: look at the, the hand and is the bowler bowling cutters or whatever it might be, and and, and there know. have
1: been so many stills on the internet of Virat Kohli and Kane Williamson and yeah NFL yeah yeah that's right. Doing that. It's it's very easy. It's it's the most basic thing you are taught as a as a mm. young cricketer is to watch the ball out of the bowler's hand, whether you're a batsman or a non-striker.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, fair play. I don't think Deepthi Sharma deserves any you know, unfair criticism toward her, and it's just a lesson for everyone. Now, be careful, really, as yeah, a non-striker. Um, now, onto the cricket side of things. Uh, India won the series 2-1 against Australia recently. There's another series for India starting in a few hours uh, against South Africa we're recording before this. But as an Australia fan, I, I, w- I will say this, I'm not too worried about that series. I think, you know, we lost one game that was an eight-over game. Lost the next one where uh, we, we collapsed there in the middle a bit in that third game, but still some uh, great positives. Cameron Green, uh, uh Tim David, I thought, played beautifully. And Then there's Matt Wade in the first couple of games. Nathan Ellis with the ball. There's a lot of positives there.
1: Absolutely. There are a lot, lot of positives.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, now we've we've named our squad for the West Indies series. Cameron Green is there. And I tweeted out today, there's been a few different opinions from fans, from but about who misses out in, in, a, in the best T2011 for Australia. Um, does Steve Smith make it? Number one. I think this is a good topic of discussion for us you know we look at it now with Cameron Green now uh, on the horizon Marcus Stoinis, what do we what do we believe about him is it too late to not go with Aaron Finch in the World Cup
1: well I have two key questions if you are sitting mm. on George Bailey's chair at the right now as the yep. chief selector eight, one question one um yeah. would you afford could you afford to change the captain? You know, no, and and it's so late before. No, no. So yeah, I, and then I remember it.
0: saying this. Yeah, okay.
1: uh Question two is: If mm. you were to pick Cam Green, would you uh sort of withdraw uh, a batter or a bowler?
0: Good question. The second one, uh the first one I've said before, probably too late now. I think you probably, if you wanted to sort of relieve Aaron Finch and say thank you for your duties, you probably would have done it at the end of the last World Cup. Sort of give a new captain to settle in, um, and in a way, look. Despite Aaron Finch's you know, very indifferent form and struggles and all that, if you lose him as a leader just before the World Cup, I think that's a big, uh, a big thing because his leadership is very good. And, and we've seen with with England this year. I felt with when Owen Morgan stepped aside, it hasn't been a particularly smooth transition for them. They lost to India in those white ball games. They lost to South Africa as well quite heavily in a lot of those matches. And I know they've got injuries and other challenges, but, but when you have a, a, good, a very good leader there, that, that that helps a lot. With Cameron Green, I'm of the opinion at the moment that his best position looks to be in the top order. Um, I know he's played a bit of Big Bash before where he's come in down the order and hasn't found it easy. Granted, he's a much improved player now. Um, And there was a comment from a fan who said, um, it was from Aaron, asdo12 on Twitter. He said, uh, Green looked effective hitting hard from ball one, so I don't think his value is locked in the top three. He could do a job at five or six coming in and slogging straight away. That's interesting. I wonder if that could be the case. It's a different game coming in at that stage compared to batting in the power play where there's very limited – yeah, there's no field. Yeah, there's uh, field restrictions. So, uh, <sighs>
1: and and are your your. It's a it's a
0: tough one now. It's a tough one. There's some key decisions.
1: Yeah, and you're absolutely right, hundred percent. Because the way Cam Green Cam Green played in, um, particularly that I think it was the last innings, um, if I remember it correctly. That was, was just, that was a
0: shot of ball that was enthralling. Mm.
1: Yeah, he was just smacking every ball. Um, he could only. I believe he could only do that because he was in the power play 100 um, if if he was coming at a later stage, he would have had to sort of see the ball through and you know at least take first three or four balls um,
0: and it's a different a different different situation you're starting it from scratch at the exactly. top yeah rather than coming in in a particular situation where the game situation might need you to rebuild a little bit or go hard straight away with fielders positioned out in the deep yep. for you. So
1: and, and I think Australia, it's a bit different. Australia used him perfectly in this series. I, I think um, 100%. They, I, I, I exactly know what the message would have been to Cam Green is Aaron Finch and the coaching staff would have just said to him, you open, take full advantage of the new brand new shiny ball and just smack it. And that struck it over 200. Exactly. Unbelievable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, and I think changing sort of stoyness removing him out, for example, and putting Green in that position, heading into a World Cup, really close to a World Cup, might be a risky move as well. I think Stoyness has some value there uh, at the death in T20 internationals. I, I think he's been he, he, since the start of last year he's striking at about 170 or something like that in the death, or maybe a little less than that um but some very good numbers and without marcus i don't think we win last year's world cup he played some crucial knocks yeah. for australia last year so and
1: i think then finch then has got to be there yeah you also have matthew wade to play that innings in- matthew wade's
0: been cracking so when you think of a you know you think of a team where you got warner finch marsh and then you got you know i think that that top three particularly if finch can can get some quick runs early um, not hang around too long when he's scratchy and struggling, if you can just go hard, get some quick runs in the power play and you've got a spin hitter in Maxwell, um, hopefully he can find runs. So he'll be big there in the middle. And then you've got that that, that uh, Marcus Stoinis, Tim David and, and Matt Wade uh, finishing trio. I think that's very powerful. Um, so that means for me that there's, there's no room for Steve Smith. I, I don't see how you fit him in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um- well, leaving Steve Smith out, I don't think that's going to happen. To be honest, um, mm. but but it's it will be interesting to see how far Australia is willing to go with Steve Smith in T20s. I
0: agree um, because there was a there was a comment on Twitter today at, from from Wiki at wick underscore Guyan. Um, he said, like in case Australia collapsed, could you have Steve Smith there as an insurance? But but we did collapse in India there that third game. We lost some wickets. He was dismissed. Um I don't know. I don't do you have someone there as an insurance policy when you've got a lot of good players who can deliver on the day? I don't know if you want to go with that. I don't think I don't think that's the Australian way to think about, oh shit, we might collapse here. Let's have someone as an insurance. We yeah. we like to go hard and take it to the opposition. So I don't know. It'll be interesting.
1: Interesting. I think it'll be do australia play another series before the world cup yeah we got west indies a couple of t20s against
0: west indies next week and then i think there's england after that so a few more games to go before the world cup
1: yeah it'll be good Um, to see what um australia do with their combination and i think yeah in the in the later stages of this this t20 series um against the west indies and england i think australia will sort of look to get their final 11 together um And uh, and you know it'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah, there's some questions to answer,
0: and even like someone like Nathan Ellis, I he wasn't included in the squad for the West Indies series, maybe because of injury. I'm not 100 percent sure, but he should be there. Uh, I've always rated him. I've always rated him very highly, and you know he was very good in India. Um, speaking of India, what are you making of them? Like similar sort of concerns that you had in the Asia Cup, or or what? What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, I think I think it's it's all about now from now on, even in the South Africa T twenties, it's it's all about getting the final eleven for the World Cup, um getting them yep. their much needed game time. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to change a lot. Um what we saw mm-hmm. in the Australia series, I don't think it's going to sort of um change massively unless there's an injury. Yep. Um but that that sort of last T20 against Australia what you saw would be would be the playing 11 um that they will go with whether Rishabh Pant plays straight away or not i don't know maybe he will um, i'm guessing he will and then instead of aksar patel and use jahal chahal only one spinner will go obviously because um another fast bowler will come in mm. that, that top 6 of rahul sharma virat kohli um surya kumar yadav Adik Pandey and Dinesh Karthik, I think that should be set in stone now. Um, given that what they yeah. provide is, you know, the versatility that they all provide. Virat Kohli is someone he just needs to be Virat Kohli. Um, don't don't necessarily try and produce yeah. some shots or some sort of spectacle that you're not. He's he is a spectacle, but he should just play as Virat Kohli.
0: Yep, yep, absolutely, and he's starting to hit some 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 of his best form. Uh, Virat, which is great. Um, I think that break that he had, that one month off, has really helped him.
1: Absolutely, it's we helped
0: him a lot. So
1: hope hope you're saying that with a very heavy heart, uh, as we are coming into the World Cup in Australia. Virat Kohli is getting in form, which really warms yeah. my heart.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I, I sort of even was saying like uh, yeah. I know you know that I've, I've been backing him, so like even yeah. when he was going through his tough phase. Um speaking on another podcast, and they said, What do you make of Virat? I said, Look, class is permanent, he goes through a tough time. Everyone does. But that break really helped. And I'm just super impressed as well with Suryakumar Yadav. Like the guy's striking at 182 this year. Absolutely. He's got the most runs in T20 internationals of any player in the world this year. And he's doing that at a stroke out of 182. And, and so it's ridiculous.
1: What, I tell you what, he likes the bounce um yes going to and vira does as well so yeah, exactly. that's They're going to be going interesting to the aussie aussie pitches yeah yeah so that, that's
0: a dangerous combination
1: yeah um especially, absolutely. especially the given the world cup is at the start of the aussie summer where the pitches are not used a lot i you know not a lot of domestic they'll be quite fresh think, clearly, mm. yeah they'll be quite fresh and spicy
0: yep coming off the footy season yeah. um just one last thing Ashdeep Singh or harshal patel or do you try to fit both in in Australia?
1: I'll I'll, I'll prefer to go with Arshdeep Singh. Yep. Um, you know it's it's a hard one because for me, Jasprit Bumrah, Bhuvneshwar Kumar, and Arshdeep Singh would be the ideal trial. Um, yep. I know Bhuvneshwar Kumar hasn't been up to the mark in the in the you know last few T20s, but I think I think hmm. he's too good a baller to be sort of kept out and you know yeah. kept at bay for long.
0: Fair enough. Yep. No, I agree with that. And you can use him on the power play. Um Absolutely. In, uh, in if he Australia, gets going
1: with the new ball, I think he he's going to be unstoppable. Yep. Well moving on to the next T twenty series, it's all T twenty international cricket at the moment played everywhere. So and this mm. is a long series um playing Player, yeah, it is. In Pakistan at the moment, England versus mm. Pakistan. What's your
0: What's your quick take on it? A uh, quick take. um I think the the series isn't telling me a whole lot of uh, anything new about Pakistan, if that makes sense. I still think their opening combination.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the opening combination is 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 critical. Like they chased two hundred without losing a wicket. Um, I worry about their finishing. Uh. You know and even in the in the in the fourth match they put on 97 in uh, just under 12 overs and they only finished with 166 you know
1: and you're right they chased 200 without losing a wicket in the second t20 and and in the third t20 they couldn't pass 160 um and their openers fa- failed again you know um yeah, sort of get get them going. So it's yeah, it, it's typical Pakistan of you know the the unpredictable team that they are.
0: Yeah, yeah, like the Baba One combination is excellent at the top. They're so prolific and consistent, but it's they they haven't um, really nailed again. Like I said, previous weeks three down to six; those positions very important. They look very reliant on their on their top two. I think they, the concern I have with Pakistan is they need a game to go in a particular pattern or in a particular way for them to succeed. So they need their openness to do well. Or they need Shaheen Shah Afridi when he comes back to take wickets in the power play. If he doesn't and he has a bad day, can the others do enough to win big games? That's going to be the big question about Pakistan. They're just reliant, over reliant on a few players rather than. I look at some of the other teams in the World Cup. You've got a bit more of a a good team feel about them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So absolutely. Um, and I think Pakistan at home should be winning this series against an England side that's um, hurt by injuries. I've been impressed with England. I have to say, they've yeah. been good. They've been good with the, a lot of players out. So um, absolutely. Um, with three twenty,
1: sorry, three t twenty internationals to go. Yeah. Um, mm. between, in the series, it's two. To all at the moment yeah Um, your so your quick take on india versus south africa and pakistan versus england what's your yeah they'll both
0: be cracking finishes i'm looking forward to the south africa one i know south africa were in india earlier in the year um but this one has a bit more of a higher stakes feel about it just before the world cup and i'm really interested about south africa bavuma how he fits in and how he performs that's a big one uh, because you're going to leave a very good T20 player out, whoever it may be. maybe maybe Riley so or maybe Tristan Stubbs or it might be Reza Hendricks who hit four 50s in a row recently. So you're going to have to leave a good player out to, to accommodate Bavuma and you're going to perform well. Um, England pakistan I think Pakistan will maybe take the Series 4-3 or something, uh, something like that. Uh, but it should be good. What do you, what do you reckon?
1: Yeah, I think I think Pakistan will take the series um mm. five five two. And, five two. Okay. Um India will win comfortably against South Africa.
0: Comfortably? Yeah. Ooh, I think South Africa are better than that.
1: Uh yeah, but I think I, I'm giving it to India.
0: What are you saying? 3 0?
1: Uh 3 0, yep.
0: Ooh, here we go. Let's put his neck out. Let's see how he goes. We'll come back and see how you how you, how you performed in your predictions. Um, What's your and of course for you India, you've South got, Africa. Uh I okay, got probably 2-1 India. Yeah. 2-1. And um you know that an ODI series just before a T20 World Cup. How how is that for preparation as well? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Interesting. But I think <laughs> I think it's a
1: it's a two completely separate teams that are playing, I think.
0: Yeah, it has to be, doesn't it? Yeah. You do.
1: yeah. All right. Um we are almost at the end of the podcast for today and um sort of bound by the time so quickly moving on to the last segment of the of the episode last week we saw left handers 11 um, of players we have watched live and this week we'll tell our teams or we'll select our teams for a non-asia 11 um so players from teams aside from india pakistan sri lanka bangladesh afghanistan a team which could win in India, so that's that's the team you are. Uh, a series, right? yeah, a series in India, uh, a test series. Yeah, um, mm. so I'll I'll throw to you, Shabell, uh, to pick your team first. And yeah, go am I it.
0: going first again this week? Am I okay?
1: So so keep in mind. So l- l- let's let's make it interesting. So keep in mind that this is the current Indian team which hasn't lost more than yeah 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 yeah, in the, yeah. in the last ten years. So it has Ashwin, it has pretty much everyone.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right, let's do it. Uh, opening, I've got uh, Alistair Cook and Matty Hayden, both average over 50 in India. I've, again, I tried to do this at the top of my head, similar to last yep. week, tried to, to keep as much instinct as I could. Um, I'll go Hashim Amir at three. Yep. He was, he was immense in India. Yep. Um, I have a, number four was a bit tricky because um, I know Kevin Peterson had his issues against left arm spin at times. And I know Shivnur and Chandapur had a great average in India. He averaged over 50, but I think Kevin Peterson's X factor and his ability to put spinners under pressure puts, puts him in that team for me. I look back at Mumbai 2012.
1: 2012.
0: Yeah. That knock is just unbelievable in terms of uh, how he was able to put the spinners under pressure on a difficult pitch. So that's why I'd have him in my team, just for that X factor and that that sheer ability. Yep. I'll have Jacques Callas there at five. I'll have him there as a, as a pace bowling all-rounder, to have that, that excellent all-rounder um, and had an average of 58 in India. So I go Callas, uh, Villiers, Adam Gilchrist. Um, now, I know the great Shane Moore didn't have the best of records in India, but I look back at his 2004 series and the contribution he made to Australia's series win. There, I think he took 14 wickets at an average of about 30 in that series. But he got some crucial scalps, and I remember the one of Laxman in particular. So go, Warren stain That's an easy one. Yep. Go Graham Swan. Graham Swan as, a, as 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 my off spinner. Um, hard to leave Gaz lying out, but I reckon Swan, terrific spinner um and, and contributed big to that e- uh, england series win in 2012 and i'll go jimmy anderson to roll it out um, i think anderson's done well done well in india um and he'll compliment stain really well yep. so that's my
1: team that's a that's a well-balanced side um and it's mm. somewhat similar to mine as well um mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll quickly tell you my 11 so yep. i'll start with alice Cook and and matthew hayden as as the opener's obvious choice, Alistair Cook as the captain. Number yep. three, I've gone Steve Smith. Um, stellar yeah. record in India, stellar record in, um, in Asia, everywhere. Number yeah. four, I've gone Joe Root. Um, yep. you know, a- again has had a brilliant last few months, last few years. Number five, I've gone Ke- Kevin Peterson again for the exact same things yeah. that you said. You know, brilliant record in Asia, especially mm. in India. I know he struggled against the left armers but he's pretty much he you know he walks into my team number 6 yep. I've gone Jack Callis yep. um number 7 I've gone AB de Villiers as my wicketkeeper as well so you could see up uh, it was a hard choice between Gilchrist and AB, AB de Villiers I could just see Ashwin versus Gilchrist happening um oh. so I've, I've gone AB yep. de Villiers to counter the off spin um I've gone Jason Gillespie at number 8
0: Interesting move. That's he's, a good good one. He
1: had a, he's had a really good record in Asia. Um yeah. India put in particular. Um is between low 20s, I think. Um so,
0: yeah, yeah. he did so very well.
1: Number, That's a good nine, shot. Yeah. Number nine, I've gone Graham Swan. Um yep. again, off spinner, um, good record in India. Number 10, mm. I've gone Dale Stane, pretty much no-brainer. And number 11, i I've gone Glenn McRaw. Averages 19 in India. Um, it's, it's hard to pick ballers in India isn't it you have to sort of you know what I've done
0: to myself I've tried to do this at the top of my head but didn't pay serious attention to Glenn McGrath like how have I done that and then, how have I done no Steve Smith as well? Exactly. So, no, I'm changing Anderson to McGraw, I'm changing KP to Steve Smith. No, no, that's unacceptable for me. It really is. Steve
1: Smith averages 60 in India. Like, I'm like...
0: Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no he has to be there. He's too good. Like, for me, because I'm thinking the, the memorable performances, like, I remember Peterson in Mumbai in 2012. That's an innings that sticks with me a lot. Nope, not Of course, no. Steve Smith at Pune
1: exactly it doesn't matter Uh, where you're playing even you could be playing on the moon and even as a ball if you see steve smith walked of course your heads will fall he's that that good in any condition i'm putting
0: steve smith at four apologies and i'm putting Glen McGrath over anderson apologies for that yeah apologies um yeah Uh, like um as I said, I tried to lose the top of my head and then there's some memorable performances there from a couple of England players. And then I've left out my, my own countrymen. So no, no. I apologize to all Australians. Um, I, I've uh, I've changed that. Steve Smith in at number four and Glenn McGrath in at the end.
1: <laughs> That's good. That's good. But yeah. everything else, I'm,
0: I'm sticking with it.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, Shabell, uh, we have come to an end of another um, quick blog podcast episode. Um, I think this is the third one in the second season. Yes. Uh, It's been a real pleasure doing this with you uh, today and I look forward to doing this again next week.
0: Same to you. Thanks, mate.
1: Thank you.